Shabbat Shalom. I am fighting with being ill, so you'll have to forgive me if my voice gives out on you a little bit. Uh, this week's parsha is Vayelech, which means, and he went. This, of course, refers to Moshe, because he goes in front of the children of Israel and tells them, I have to go soon. I'm really old. I'm 120 years old, and I have trouble getting around, and I'm not going to be with you very much longer. Um, it's understood that this is really Moses' last day with Israel. It's after this that he leaves. He will not go with them into the land, and he tells them this. God has told me, I don't get to cross the Jordan, and I won't be with you when you go into the land. Um, but he reminds Israel, and he says to both the children of Israel and to Joshua specifically, who he calls out as being his replacement publicly, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. I won't be with you, but God will be with you. I don't get to go into the land with you, but God will go into the land with you. He's going to take care of everything for you. All the people there won't be a problem for you. And even though I'm not there, God will still be with you. So it's going to be okay. Uh, Moses also points out that as far as he knows, and God acknowledges this slightly later, we all know you, the children of Israel, are going to forget. We just went through all this rigmarole in the desert, and we were here for 40 years, and I gave you all these words, and you were given all these commandments, and you're going to forget, and you're going to chase after all the gods you see around you, and you're going to chase after the peoples around you. We know it's going to happen. But you need to remember. So what Moses does is he gives them the Torah scroll. Some interpretations say that he writes the whole scroll right now, and some interpretations say he's been writing it for some time, and this is the day that he finishes the scroll. But in any case, he takes that scroll, and he gives it to the Levites, and it's supposed to go in the arks, so that there's a physical representation of God's word, so that when they forget, and they chase after everything around them, there's God's word present among them that they can see, and every seven years, God tells them they are supposed to uh, recite the whole Torah. Um, the leader is supposed to recite the whole Torah in front of the entire people, all in one go. Um, and it concludes where God makes the prediction that the children of Israel will turn away. And so God wants not the scroll, but God, teaches Mo God tells Moses, I have a song that I want you to teach to the people. So that when they try and forget, when they go astray, this song will come to mind. And they will hear and sing this song and remember me and remember what I have done for them and remember all of my commandments. Um, the word vayelech is related to the word aliyah, to go up. Um, and this is not a very long portion, but there's a couple important things in here, and they're related to this word aliyah. In modern Judaism, this word usually refers to two things. Um, when we talk about going up, aliyah, um, when you move to Israel, when you make a permanent move to the Holy Land, and you're going to go be part of the land and live there, it's called making aliyah. You are making aliyah. You are going up. It is considered that if you move to Israel for all the right reasons, you're moving up in the world. Israel, the land, is an elevated place, elevated above the rest of the world by the presence of God. So if you move to Israel, you're going up. You're elevating somewhere. The other way that we use this word aliyah refers to being called to chanting from the Torah. When you go to chant from the Torah, you are given an aliyah. An aliyah. Um, on Shabbat, there are traditionally seven aliyot. There will be seven ways this portion is broken up. Seven different pieces. And in a lot of traditional settings, um, each of those different pieces, each aliyah, would be read by somebody else. And there's customs about the first aliyah is read by a Kohen, and the second by a Levi, and the last is given to an honored guest, and so on and so forth. 
Um, but every portion of the, Torah, of the Torah is broken up. Each of those portions is broken up into seven on Shabbat. And on different holy days, there's other arrangements between three and six, depending on holy day you're on, how many aliot are there. And we consider going to the Torah, to chant from the Torah, going up for kind of two reasons. One, in a traditional synagogue, the bima, the platform and table that the Torah is normally on, is usually higher than everything else. So you're physically going up to get to the scroll, because it's above everything in the room. Um, but we also consider it going up because it's an honor. It's called receiving a Torah honor. I am being elevated by the opportunity to chant God's word, to be next to the scroll. So, for not a very long portion, we have two kind of important ideas. The children of Israel in this portion are about to make Aliyah, not in this portion, but very soon. They're about to go into the land to live there. They are going to be elevated into living in the land God has promised them. There's also a commandment to have an Aliyah. We are supposed to go read the Torah once every seven years on Sukkot. Uh, in the first year of the seven-year cycle, we are commanded to have an aliyah. This is mitzvah, a commandment. Um, so this idea of going up is very present right now, both in way, the way that Moses goes up, by that he went, and this idea of going up to read the Torah and going up into the land. I will be chanting um, the first two aliyot, because this is not a very long portion the first and second aliyah are both only three verses long. Normally an aliyah is like 10, 15, 17, a number of verses that covers one section at a time. The first two sections of this portion are only three each. So I'm doing the first six verses, the first and second aliyah. <laughs> 